0: 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's B-L-W-P-O-D. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. So when it comes to runny yolks, parents ask about this a lot. At home, I definitely never do runny yolk eggs to serve to babies for baby led weaning. But if you're at a restaurant. You're actually hard pressed to find a restaurant that would serve an egg that's not pasteurized, so you could do it, but I always say, when in doubt, leave it out. Try to cook that yolk if you can. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Katie Ferraro with the Baby Lead Weaning Made Easy podcast. I'm a registered dietitian, mom of seven, specializing in baby led weaning. And today we are talking about one of my favorite foods on the planet, egg. How to introduce your baby to this potentially allergenic food. I love eggs. One time when I was pregnant with my quadruplets, I don't know why I tried to do a vegan diet. I made it like two days because I didn't know what to have for breakfast because I couldn't have eggs. I am going to teach you why you don't want to feed your baby eggs every day. But the point of today's episode is to show you why this is an important allergenic food to introduce to your baby and then also some safe ways to do that. So let's talk a little bit about eggs. I love to start each episode with a tip of the day. This one is feed your baby the whole egg, not just the egg white. Parents still ask me about that a lot. 20 years ago, when I was in Debbie Dietitian School, we learned that you were not supposed to introduce egg white until after age one. And then fast forward 20 years, I remember my sister-in-law's pediatrician told her, don't feed egg white until after the baby is one. That is 20-year-old data. We don't do that anymore. We now know that earlier introduction of egg white, which is where the protein is, which could be the potentially allergenic part of the egg, the early introduction actually helps prevent against egg allergy. And it also appears that delaying egg allergy or egg protein introduction, rather, that that increases the risk of egg protein allergy. So like we talked about with peanut in episode 14 and Milk in episode 13, eggs are one of the ones that you want to do early and often. Egg and peanut and milk combined. Those are the three most common pediatric food allergies. So if you haven't checked out episode 13, that one is about milk and how to introduce that safely to your baby. Episode 14 is about how to do peanut. This is episode 15 talking all about how to introduce eggs to your baby. So do the whole egg. That's the tip, not just the egg white. The white's important. That's where the protein is. But the yolk is amazing too, because the yolk is where the fat is, the minerals, including iron. You don't always think about egg as being an iron rich food, but it really is. Parents will say like, give me an example of an iron rich food. They try to trip you up all the time. What's an iron rich food that's not meat, but also not plant-based iron? Well, the answer is egg. So egg yolk is a good source of iron. Other good nutrients. The white is where the protein is. So the point is, just feed the whole egg to the baby. You don't need to split it up. Right? That's twenty-year-old guidance. Hang tight, because at the end of the episode, I'm going to show you or explain to you a few ways that you can mix it up to introduce your baby the same food egg using a variety of different textures. Because that's the key with baby-led weaning, right? We know that the greater the variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures your baby is exposed to early and often, that's what helps promote independent eating and prevents picky eating. And that's the goal here. So eggs are part of your baby's food story now. This is an allergenic food you want to do early. So I recommend introducing one new allergenic food per week. I generally do it on Friday if you're following my five-step feeding framework, which was part of my 100 First Foods approach to starting solid foods. If you introduce five new foods to your baby each week, Four days out of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are low-risk foods, right? You do a new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, a new starch food on Wednesday, and a new protein food on Thursday. But on Friday, that's when we do the challenge food. The challenge category consists of the eight allergenic foods. Those are the big eight allergens. They're the ones that account for 90% of food allergy. And then we add sesame in there because sesame allergy is on the rise. But the challenge category, once you get past the first nine weeks, you do these trickier textures and some of the more complex flavor profiles. But the point is the first nine weeks of doing baby led weaning, you can introduce your baby to one new allergenic food per week. I suggest starting with milk and peanut and egg because those are the most common pediatric food allergies. So literally at the end of week three of baby led weaning, you've already knocked out the three big allergenic foods. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Now you don't just do them once and call it a day. We need to introduce these allergenic foods early early and often in order to help prevent allergy. But it's totally safe to introduce the lower risk foods, meaning the non-allergenic foods, one new food a day. You do not need to wait three to five days between the introduction of those foods because the risk of an allergic reaction is so low. So if you're If you're hearing from other sources, namely probably your pediatrician, that you should wait three to five days between trying new foods, I would suggest that you go back and listen to episode number 12, which is all about why you don't need to wait three to five days between trying new foods. In there, I explain how you do need to wait between the allergenic foods. But if you do one every Friday, guess what? You just waited seven days, so you're totally in the clear. But you need to do that allergenic food early and often. So we're talking about eggs today. Feed that whole egg I want to tell you guys a story that about another mom trying eggs with her baby. So my friend Lindsay, who is also a quadruplet mom, there's not a lot of quadruplet moms out there. So it's kind of cool when you meet them. And when I say meet them, I know them all from Instagram, but her babies are starting solid foods and she has a very large Instagram following many of whom are not familiar with baby led weaning before she started doing baby led weaning with her quads. And so I was watching her feed her baby eggs this week and they just like, diving deep, like rabbit hole on the comments in her post. People like, babies shouldn't have eggs until they're after one. It's so dangerous. Like literally, you know how Instagram is sometimes a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about commenting on something as adorable as babies for babies feeding themselves strips of eggs. She's doing an awesome job. I have a lot of, um, I have quadruplets as well. And we did baby led weeding with them. I have a lot of like super cool grandmas in my following. who will say things like, I don't even have grandkids. Well, I guess they wouldn't be grandmas if they don't have grandkids. Like I don't even have babies, but I just love watching your babies eat and other babies eat. And then they'll say things like, God, it's crazy. You guys introduce eggs to your babies so early now, because my mom's generation, even 20 years ago, as a dietitian, we were taught to counsel patients to wait until after the age of one to introduce egg white. So if that's what you'd always been heard, And by the way, there was no hard and fast evidence that said to do that. It was just kind of like a habit that pediatricians got into. But now we have the data that says waiting increases risk. So we should do it earlier. So I love the grandmas who are like, no, this is cool. Like things change, right? Research redirects and reinforms the way we do things in child development, in nutrition. And that's why I love nutrition science because the science is constantly evolving and we only make recommendations based on evidence. So the evidence is to start earlier. So this poor quadruplet mom, who's not, she, she's awesome. And she totally dealt with it in a great way. And she's like, help me respond to some of these comments. So I did a little video for her followers about baby led weenie and why it's totally safe to introduce the allergenic foods, one new food per week, one new allergenic food per week. But you guys, the low risk foods, like they were doing strawberries the other day and broccoli the other day. It is fine to do strawberries one day, broccoli one day, eggs the next day. I would take a little break after eggs, wait a couple of days, observe for a reaction because eggs are a potentially allergenic food, but she's doing an awesome job. And you guys can too feed your babies eggs early and often. So egg allergy, it's not super common, although compared to, I mean, it is common, I guess, among pediatric food allergies in that it's the second most common food allergy in kids after milk. Right now we have guidance that says that delaying the introduction of egg protein can actually increase egg allergy risk. So you need to turn that on its head and infer that that means we need to introduce egg protein earlier. Don't worry about splitting the protein, the white from the yolk, the egg, just serve the whole thing together, okay? So how do we safely feed eggs to our baby? Babies, if you have quadruplets or whatever you have, it's super easy. Like literally, I get a lot of moms, mostly moms who say, yeah, I can't cook, I can't do this. Yes, you can. I can teach you how to fry an egg. Frying an egg is perfect for baby led weaning. Spray your pan with oil or nonstick spray or butter or whatever you want. If you do butter, remember that that has milk in it, so make sure your baby's already been exposed to milk protein a number of times without an allergic reaction. But fry an egg. I like to fry the egg, crack it, fry it. If you have bigger kids too, let them practice cracking the eggs. For those of you guys that have that are doing baby led weaning because you have an older picky toddler and I know that there's a lot of you out there, it's what I love about baby led weaning. It's one of the few things that appeals to a second time mom. Like you can sell a first time mom on anything, right? Like we all bought all the gear before our first baby and then you realize like, oh, the baby just needs like a diaper a breast or a bottle and a place to sleep. And then the second baby, you're like, I'm not buying anything. But a lot of times what happened if you did traditional spoon feeding with your first baby and that baby did become picky, it's not because you did spoon feeding, but picky eating tends to be less prevalent in babies who start solids with a baby-led approach. If you didn't do it the first time around and you're interested in not having a repeat of the picky toddler, a lot of times parents will get interested in baby-led weaning with their second or subsequent babies. That means they have older toddlers at home. Involve them in cooking when you can. The toddlers and the other children in the household who are engaged in preparing the foods for the family are much more inclined to actually eat those foods. And like literally three-year-olds can crack eggs, sometimes pretty well. So let them help you crack the egg. Just pick out the shell, I guess, before you serve it to the baby. But when you do the fried egg, what I like to do is I like to break the yolk and kind of spread it throughout the fried egg, and then flip it. Make sure it's cooked, of course, all the way through. Cut it into strips, so about the size of your adult pinky finger. And then I put it in the mat or the bowl that I'm serving the baby the food out of. We don't put the food directly on to the high chair. Um, If you're not familiar with that or why, I did an episode called Five Feeding Mistakes Most Parents Make. That's episode number 10. If you go back there, I explain why you want to feed your baby out of a mat or a bowl. Cut the egg into strips, put it in the bowl, the baby can rake or scoop it up themselves and feed it to themselves. But of course, your baby's not going to eat an entire egg. Like, if you're doing this in the second or third week of baby-led weaning, the reality is, you guys, the first few weeks, your baby doesn't eat very much, and that's fine. Don't freak out. That's typical. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and, Six one since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Breast milk or formula is providing most of your baby's nutrition at that point. Don't worry if they don't eat that much. You are giving them the opportunity to learn how to eat. Feed your baby one to two times per day when they're six to seven months of age. If you can bump that up to two to three times, at the eight to nine month mark. And then by 10 months of age, it's nice to see a baby eating three times a day, starting to mimic the rest of the family's meal pattern. So at six to seven months, when you, if you're if you just starting doing egg on the second or third week of baby led weaning, don't be surprised if they eat the, they're not gonna eat the whole thing. That's why I break the yolk and spread it throughout just so they get some of that yolk and some of the white. So just strips of fried egg. Even if you can't cook, I know you can do that, okay? You can also do scrambled eggs. A little bit harder because depending upon like how you scramble your eggs? Like if you've got big, fluffy, chunky pieces, the baby can pick up. But some people like scramble it so small that it ends up looking like ground beef, and then the baby, without their pincer grasp, which they don't have at six or seven months, they can't pick up those little pieces of the scrambled egg. So scrambled eggs can work. Just make bigger, fluffier chunks that the baby can pick up. You can also do slices of hard-boiled egg. I don't do that right off the bat. I like to. To have the baby have eggs a few times different ways. And then, you know, that rubbery texture of a hard boiled egg is really unique. You kind of want to make the slices such that they're big enough so that the baby can scoop it up themselves. And then they'll bite or munch off the own size, shape of food that they want to as they're learning how to eat. But you can do scrambled eggs, you can do hard boiled eggs. Uh, parents ask me a lot about runny yolks. It's funny, like the questions kind of go in phases. I teach a free online baby led weaning workshop. A number of times each week. And just a few weeks ago, there was like this rash of questions about runny egg yolks. So how do I feel about runny egg yolks? At your home, I never do runny egg yolks for a baby because eggs that we buy for home use are not pasteurized. Now when you go to a restaurant, at least in the United States, you're hard pressed to find a restaurant that would serve you an unpasteurized egg just because of the liability risk. So most of the eggs that restaurants purchase from their restaurant supplier, are going to be pasteurized in shell eggs. So even if you had a runny yolk, there's not going to be the potential for pathogens. But at home, I don't do runny yolks for babies. So just cook the yolk all the way through. Err on the side of safety, especially with the white. You want to make sure that it's set. And then parents are like, can I do poached eggs? Like poached eggs are just kind of like super messy for baby led weaning. Um, But again, I just prefer not to do runny yolks for babies just to err on the side of safety. So there you have it, a few tips about introducing egg to your baby. If you guys do want to take that free baby-led weaning workshop that I was talking about, I teach it online. It's called Baby-led Weaning for Beginners. How to get your baby to try 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon-feed purees or buy pouches. You do not have time for that. Whether you have four babies or one baby, your baby can feed themselves safe, wholesome, age-appropriate foods from their first bites. I'm going to show you how to do that on the workshop. It's one hour long. Everyone on the workshop also gets a free copy of my 100 first foods list. So you're going to know all of the allergenic foods you can be feeding your babies once a week, but also the other four days of that weekday. I like to do the 100 first foods on the weekday. I think of it like my job, right? I have to go to work Monday to Friday. I feed my baby a new food Monday to Friday, take the weekends off, try that allergenic food a few more times, recycle back in some of the familiar foods that the baby tried earlier that week, and then next week start all over but it's totally safe to introduce your baby to one low risk food every day. And you do the allergenic foods. I like to do them once a week. You do want to wait a number of days between introducing the allergenic foods. And with my five-step feeding framework, you end up introducing one new allergenic food to your baby per week. And for those of you guys that are maybe getting a later start to baby led weaning, first of all, there's no such thing as a late start. It's never too late to start offering your baby a variety of tastes and textures and foods and flavors. And if you haven't done the allergenic foods yet, Get my hundred first foods list, circle the nine allergenic foods, the big eight plus sesame and start knocking out one a week. I like to do it on Friday. And people ask sometimes about the timing for the allergenic food introduction. I don't like, and I don't think you should introduce allergenic foods later in the day, like right before bedtime. Cause if there were a reaction, you don't want to be asleep and have baby asleep. And then you can't observe for the reaction. So it doesn't really matter what time you feed your baby for most things, You do what works for your schedule. However, with the allergenic foods, I do prefer to offer them earlier in the day so that you can observe for any potential allergic reaction if that were to occur. And if you guys are looking for more information about introducing allergenic foods for your babies, again, episode 11. I'm going to link to all of these in my show notes, so don't, you don't have to write it down, but is 11 is how to introduce allergenic foods to your baby. Episode 12 is why you don't need to wait three to five days between those foods. 13 is about doing milk protein. 14 is about peanut. And we just wrapped up episode number 15, which is all about how to introduce egg to your baby. If you go to blwpodcast.com 15, that's where I'm linking up all of those other episodes, but then I'm also going to put a link to my free online workshop, Baby Led Weaning for Beginners, where you can get my 100 first foods list. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye now.